Hey, everybody, and welcome to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm your favorite host, LaShondra Grace, the apartment lady, and we have a guest. You know I'm so excited when we have a guest. So we have a guest. He's going to tell us of his times of being homeless and how he overcame. Not only did he overcome that, that part of being homeless, but he also is now the CEO and founder of a successful organization. And so before we get started, you guys know, I always had to go with my prayer because God is the provider of all my needs. Okay, here we go. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you right now with praise and thanksgiving stand. Thank you for your grace, mercy, love, understanding, wisdom, healing, and knowledge. In the name of Jesus, now, Father, before I come before your throne, I ask you to forgive my sins and the sins of the souls that's under the sound of my voice, even into this very second. Father, you said, if I put my plans before you, you will establish them. You said, if I seek ye first your kingdom and your righteousness, that all of these things will be added unto me. Here are my plans, Father. I plan to have a successful podcast. I plan on uh, Casey Roller's um, audience to expand father in the name of Jesus I, I, I'm so grateful that he's going to give his testimony and I want that testimony to be as powerful even more powerful than it already is because this is what we do we are an eviction prevention program you started this organization seven years ago and we need to people the people to know it's all about help we need them hope i'm sorry father we need them to know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel but they have to hope for it they have to keep looking forward and apartment housing rentals foundation is here to install that hope so here are my prayers I seek you first, Father. I did everything you told me to do. And I believe that it's going to go exactly as you planned. This is my prayer. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So we have a guest, you guys. We have a guest. I'm so excited when we have guests. So this guest is special. It's special in a way where it's he and we graduated from the same school. You guys know that I ended up teaching at Robert Morris. We graduated from Robert Morris. He's a young guy. He went through, you know, that um, homeless situation. He moved from Illinois and because Robert Morris, you guys, is located in Chicago. He moved from Illinois uh, to California and he pursued his dream. But oftentimes pursuing your dream, there's a lot of stumbles when you're pursuing your dream. However, he did not give up. And that's the part of the story that I want you guys to hear. Because if you don't give up, you you can't give up. You have to keep moving forward. You have to keep moving forward. You're not the only one that may be in the situation that you're in right now. I mean, you have to think about it. There are 40 million people facing eviction just because of an invisible disease, an invisible virus shut the whole United States down and now there are 40 million people in the same situation that you may find yourself in so you're not the only one but this interview is meant to give you hope and so without further ado I want to introduce introduce our guest Casey Roeder that was a wonderful intro 
Hey everybody, as you guys know, uh, my name is Casey Roeder and I'm really excited uh, to be on this interview with Ms. Chandra and I can't wait to talk about my story and share all the things that took place and how you could get out of it. Amen, amen. So Casey, let's um, start with you telling us a little bit about yourself and I kind of want to hear your journey um, as when you went to college, when you um, started uh, attending a Robert Morris University um, and how you ended up in California. Yep. So I originally, way back in the day, making myself <laughs> sound a little bit older than what I appear, but I went to community college first for a couple of years uh, down in central Illinois. And then I, I went to school um, in Chicago, finished my undergrad around 2013, 2014. Literally the next day I took a road trip and I moved to California. And so it wasn't until most likely, I would say two to three years after that, that I became homeless. And so keep in mind, you know, you're talking to somebody, you're hearing somebody that has worked his entire life, that saved money, that didn't just up and leave without a job or anything like that. So your regular guy has a college degree, doesn't have a lot of money saved up, but has enough to get by, but fall into a series of dominoes around the year 2017-ish, to be honest, around that time period. And so at that time, I actually had uh, relocated to San Diego and it, I, I, was, I probably went through my fourth or fifth job. Um, when I moved to California, my head just wasn't right. I wasn't really getting the right roles. And so they never really worked out. And because of that, I was going from job to job. Well, finally, I, I moved to San Diego and that's kind of where everything fell apart, to be honest. So I lost my job. I filed for unemployment, but my head was so foggy. I was so out of it in terms of being able to think clear because I had no money. I couldn't buy food. I didn't even know what type of sources, resources that I can use, utilize to get out of the situation that I was in at that time. And so when I had a call with the unemployment insurance company or the insurance company, um, for whatever reason, the documentation I filled out was inaccurate. And because of that, I got denied health uh, insurance or uh, unemployment insurance benefits. So again, that's probably about four or five months, no job, no money. And uh, so I ended up just um, living in my car at that time. And then um, I don't know if you want me to stop there. No, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Because uh, I, I have so many questions. And oh. <laughs> so I just want to hear this. I want them to hear your story. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So <clears throat> again, so around that time, um, again, I was at a loss for words. I literally did not know what to do. And so I was scraping by and um, I started applying for jobs like everybody else because I didn't qualify for benefits. 
And it took, again, about four to five months to even find a job. Well, at that time, I had exhausted all my funds. I maxed out all my credit cards, literally living paycheck to paycheck, waiting for the day that I finally get hired again. Keep in mind, like, I have job experience. I have a college degree. So even at that time, I was like, wow, like, it's the job market at that time. That's been really hard. But luckily, I found a job. The problem was... I was starting from scratch. I was starting all over again, entry level. Even though I had built up that years of experience, I needed to take anything really at that point. And so I made the choice whether or not I should live in my car or not have any money. And so I decided to live in my car for about a year. <clears throat> and during that time, I was able to save money because the rent in California was so high. And all those people out there that don't live in California are probably saying, oh, like he should have moved home. Oh, he should have moved to another city. The problem is all my networking, all my resources, everything that I knew, the people that I had worked with, my all the years spent there, I wasn't gonna just give that up because I was in a really tricky situation. It was, it doesn't make any sense because then I would have to restart all over again. It makes absolutely no sense. So I decided to work with what I had. And so, um, it took about six and seven months into that to finally have like enough savings to start looking for an apartment and whatnot. But it took almost an entire year of my time to get out of that situation. And um, even then, it took a few years afterwards to really move up in my career to, I would say, really learn the skill set that I needed to get to the, to the point where I'm at now, where um, fast forward later, 2021, I've been able to build out a omni-channel marketing agency located in West Hollywood, California. And before I go into that, I wanted to say um, one thing that I forgot to mention was that when I got let go uh, back in um, 2017, 2016, um, my director at the time he said maybe this might be the best thing that ever happened to you and i just looked at him like yeah right like i don't know you're just you're you're crazy like you have no idea what you're talking about like i'm right. in a really you know like i'm in a really really bad situation like right so take, and so but all these years later it, it made sense because i want to be where i am today and you know, during that year that I was homeless, like I learned a lot about finances. I started watching a lot of gold cast videos on YouTube, how to live in your car, how to shower, like where to go work out, how to be resourceful with my money. I started like just really trying to look at the optimistic of it and find ways to cope with it in a healthy manner versus being self-destructive anyway fast forward all those all that time well, well before you fast forward um i just want to know about that you okay so I, i'm glad that you mentioned that you were um you researched how to live in your car and and how did you do it i mean you said that you you saved the money but you're living in your car so where did you mm -hmm. park okay because right <laughs> um you can't you can't you can't park on the street the, the police will get yep. you like okay um you can't park there i mean i had this situation uh oh gosh i don't want to say my age but maybe 30 uh 27 years ago whereas we were we ended up in 
a city, but we were not old enough to rent the room. And so we slept in the parking lot of the hotel and they were like, uh-uh, you can't, you can't do this. So I mean, mm-hmm. tell well, us about that process. Yeah, so the first night, I will never forget it. I was so nervous. I had so much anxiety. Like I was scared. I was like, oh my God, like what if someone, the, the one thing that I was more concerned about is if someone saw me in my car more than my safety. I was more concerned that somebody would judge me because it's embarrassing, you know? And at that time, like I didn't have any curtains in my windows, you know, I was really putting myself out there in a vulnerable place. And so um, I parked in Hollywood Hills um, in a, on a dead end road. So there wasn't any oncoming traffic. And I would park late at night, probably like 9.30. And so the first night, um, you know, I was sweating because I was so nervous. But then when I woke up, I was like, wow, like that wasn't that bad. And so I started just driving around the city, like kind of close to the gym. So I can work out in the morning, shower, and then get ready for work. Um, Or I would park near my my company's office. That way, like it's just uh, a really close commute. Uh, but it's funny that I'm mentioning this now because I totally forgot that there was a time where I had all my stuff in my car. I had about two black, I had two black boxes in my trunk. Um, I don't know at that time if I had a blanket or not or a sleeping bag. I can't remember it, but, um, I had to remember that I only, I had you know, one key at that time. And I accidentally locked myself out of my car. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I was wow. freaking out. Yeah, and I didn't have any money to get a higher locksmith. Um, I don't think I, yeah, I don't. Ha- I didn't have the funds. And then when I, um, I had called my dealership where I had bought the car and um, you got a special order or something like that. It was like a special key. And so I, I think I had less than a hundred dollars to my name. And I had remembered when I was in San Diego, I had gave my spare key to one of my old friends. And so I took a train, I left my car there over over the day. Um, and I took the train, grabbed the key, came all the way back just so that I can make sure I had a place to stay that night. But basically, um, what I'm trying to say is that over time, I learned what neighborhoods were more safe, where to park. But I ended up just parking in Malibu for the majority of my stay um, in my car because I thought it was the most easiest. And I'm like, if I'm going to live in my car, I might as well live in a beautiful area. Right. And it was cool, right? <laughs> right. I mean, so. I, 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 I have to, you know, I'm, I'm super transparent. Uh, I started this organization seven years ago, and it's because of the situations I found myself in. And I slept in my car with my daughter. And, and so when I talk about the police saying, no, you cannot do this. Yeah, yeah, I had that, that time where that happened. But like you, I actually decided to sleep in good neighborhoods you know multi-million dollar neighborhoods because <laughs> I right. thought it was the safest it is yeah I thought so too and I mean I so the car that I had too I had like a 
like a sunroof or a moonroof where you can like open part of the, the roof. So I would park on the side of like PCH and then at night, like I would just like look at the stars, chill, go to bed. Um, there were only a handful of times the cops knocked on my car and only, they would only do that if I, if they noticed like the pattern where I was parked at the same spot over a consistent time period. Okay. Or, and so then I just learned that you can't really park at the same spot like every night. Um, you just, you learn like, what to do like in that situation you don't really know until like you experience it but i never realized like how dangerous it can be um because especially in california um right now there's a lot of uptick in terms of crime like cars being broken into um that's uh like battery assaults because more and more people are living in their cars or living in their vans like that life and um you know predators are catching onto that stuff so you have to be really really careful you need to be aware of your surroundings but i mean it's very hard in the beginning when you don't have any money don't have any resources you don't really know what to do and you know youtube was my best friend really wow wow that's why they call it youtube university Okay, you did that. You did. You slept in your car for a year. You guys, you, you guys have to understand. One year, you were working. Uh, you found. You decided to go to the gym to take your mm-hmm. shower. take your shower. So you benefited uh, mm-hmm. because I'm sure you. Uh, me, I tried. Yeah, I used to work out for two years straight and then when that routine changed or when I moved to a different area that routine changed so building that that uh that routine that workout routine did you did you maintain that yeah so I'm a former athlete I still am today I love sports I love I've been active my entire life but for me, it was like my escape from all my problems. I would look forward to going to the gym, whether it was at the morning or at night, because I got to work out, got to shower, and it just really made my mind clear for that day. And I mean, I went, I went to the gym every day. So I was, I was getting, in, you know, nice. some shape, you know. <laughs> nice look. But, uh, you were being prepared, and you had no idea you were being prepared. So. <laughs> right um but fast forward now um where we're at today so we're an omni-channel marketing agency it's called skylab media we're located and we have an office on the edge of west hollywood and beverly hills we have 10 employees uh we manage over we have managed over 100 million in ad spend for e-com clients And these are clients that are your mom and pop shops that are on budget anywhere between five to 10K a month in ad spend, up to over a million dollars in ad spend. We're talking enterprise accounts. So clients like uh, Walmart and Target, for example, or even other name brands that I'm sure a lot of people out there have heard of like Fresh Clean Teas, DPU, um, Peter Lamas, Bike Ball, etc. Those are clients that we have worked or currently work wow. with today. And they, you know, you look at me and 
you see the company that our team has built but in a lot of ways you can take a professional setting and apply it personally because the clients that we work with you know they started from scratch too they started from nothing and they might have gotten help along the way they may have known uh, a few people here and there but at the end of the day people that are successful never give up just like what you said earlier like you're gonna have your rough moments you're gonna have days that are super tough but those that don't quit and they want it more than the other person sitting next to them um you're gonna get it and you have to stay focused you have to learn how to pivot your life is like a business you have to constantly adapt to your environment and same applies with your professional life and you have to figure out what works what's a blue water situation so you got to understand like what's something that hasn't been tapped as an opportunity that you could thrive on and what i've learned in marketing and advertising is that anyone can technically do it but you gotta have the the determination and the focus and if i never went through that situation i don't think i would be here today because my generation millennials and even gen z i mean let's be real like we are really entitled. We think that we deserve everything without the work, without the experience. And I had that same mindset and that's how I got into the situation that I was in because I thought that I deserve this, I should get this role and I fit more than I can chew and I couldn't keep those jobs. And it was for reasons like that. But once I let go of all things that were tying me down in terms of my ego and I let it to the, I gave it to the universe to take me to the right path. This is where I am today. And so people need to realize that it takes hard work, especially in this country, as much as there is so much opportunity, uh, you know, this country can easily knock you down. But the beauty about where we live is that this really is the land of the opportunity. Yes. And we're in a generate, we're in a time period where e-com it's a market that anyone can get into and become a millionaire overnight so oh my gosh yes well um how old are you you're a moment how old are you mm-hmm. i just turned 31 actually uh wow last week. Mm-hmm. and you have so through all this you created a a national possibly international um firm and you have 10 employees Yep, and right now we're actually in the process of getting capital funding so that we can grow our company even more. Um, yeah, like. So what do you guys do? What Skylab Skylab Media? What do you do? Yep, so it's an omni-channel marketing agency. So what that means is we focus on different umbrellas of managed services to grow e-com brands. So for example, um, let's say you have a hair salon company um, and you want to sell products online through Shopify. What we do is we work with you on building a marketing plan that makes sense for short-term and long-term growth. So we would manage your paid social advertising to attract new and existing users down the marketing funnel to get them to convert and make a purchase, which in return will make you a positive return on your ad spend and you pay us a monthly management fee and that's a retainer that we bill and then there's different packages but basically at the end of the day our goal is to provide you the most the the best customer support that you can get through an ad agency but grow your brand to next levels 
kind of like a CMO approach, uh, but without hiring a team, because that can take a lot of work and all that stuff. So we provide benefits, value to brands that are trying to grow, but don't know how to do that online. Oh my gosh. So how can they find you? Because you know, during this pandemic, um, this year and a half that we've been in this pandemic, a year and a few, uh, let, you know, short of a year and a half, so many businesses have come out of that because people couldn't work. So people started, I consider bartering, meaning they started selling, you know, their own products and they started selling their skills for the lack of a better word. So I want people to know how to get to you because I'm very familiar with this process and I know building a company, this is the cheaper way to go when you can't hire um, a, a chief executive marketer, I mean, a chief uh, marketing officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so tell them how they can reach you because this is very important. And I just want to say, before you say that, I want to say that um, you guys, uh, for the, to the listeners, we will be pushing Casey, his story, and his agency for the next month and we're going to be pushing this you guys for the next month you're gonna you're gonna see him on facebook live instagram live um you're just gonna hear a lot about casey roller and his agency and his story because Mm -hmm. this story is a story of hope real hope he just told you guys the truth. He told you the details. Um, if you you find yourself living in a situation like that, it's not about being in the situation. It's about coming out of the situation. Exactly. He's telling you how he came out of the situation. Now he has 10 employees. You guys, 10 employees. Okay. Yeah. We're not going to stop too. <laughs> We're going to keep going. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and... how can they find you? Mm-hmm. Well, you can reach out to us at info at skylabmediallc.com, or you can reach out to me personally at Sky, Casey at skylabmediallc.com. All the social handles are the same at skylabmediallc. You can find us anywhere, um, LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, et cetera. One thing that I wanted to point out is that for those that are business owners, uh, we do have many case studies with many different verticals um, at different price points and packages that we offer. So don't be too overwhelmed because there is a solution for you to grow your brand, no matter where you're at, at your growth stage. Um, keep in mind too, if you're struggling with funding, we also have a network of VC capital firms that we partner wow. with to raise funding for you. Um, provided just a few details that we need to cover, but we're an omni-channel marketing agency. So we do paid social, paid search, influencer, email, lifecycle, creative. We do everything in-house. And it's the goal, again, is to grow your brand, whether it's online or even offline, even to brick and mortar stores like Walmart and Target. We're the agency that has no contracts. Our staff is six to one. So your account management, your team itself is dedicated to you. And we grow your brands. Our work shows that. And um, we would love to hear from you. And again, too, 
Um, this is a story about hope and change, both personally and professionally, how you operate day to day and your mindset. One thing that I wanna leave off on this interview is something that my mom always told me. She said, your attitude makes a big difference. And it really does, no matter what situation you're at in life, just know that it's all temporary. No matter how long it may feel, you will get over this uh, struggle. You got this. Oh my gosh. I mean, this is what they need to hear. And you talked, your story reminded me of Chris Gardner's story for uh from the pursuit of happiness oh i haven't i haven't heard of this guy before oh my gosh you haven't watched the mm -hmm. uh, you know what don't even worry about it i will send you a link to the movie pursuit of happiness it was it, it's your story and i'm gonna try to get chris gardner as one of the guests here during our uh, promotion wow. to of hope to tell people you know you can come from living in your, your car or being evicted. You're not the only one, but you can get out of this. There is a light at the end of that tunnel. I mean, look, you guys, you guys don't see him on this podcast, but this guy is handsome, okay? I mean, he, <laughs> he is handsome and you guys will see him on, you'll see his face um, on our promotions and the photos, but you'll actually see him on the Facebook lives, the Instagram lives, the LinkedIn lives. This is a handsome guy. And so he was already an athlete, but then he ended up in that situation where he started working out every day. So God was preparing him for being who he is right now. I'm so excited. Casey, I'm excited that you agreed to let us um, tell your story and push your story out there. This is a real story of hope. And I, I thank you. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for just letting everybody know where you came from and how you got to where you are now. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And um, thank you for everyone listening too, as well. Yes, we have about 500,000 listeners. And yeah, yes, wow. this is going to be good. This is going to be good for our listeners. This is going to be good for, for your organization because we want people to come to Skylab Media and get the help that they can get. I mean, it's almost like you guys hiring the VA because we're pushing the VAs right now because it helps business uh, grow. It helps business um, gain some momentum when you can't hire that personal assistant um, for the price that they would actually cost, but then you can hire a VA uh, from another country at, at a minimal price and still get that educational background. Skylab Media, I see that as the same way. Okay, they're gonna could uh, they're gonna control or help you with your ad advertisement. You guys, you have to understand marketing and advertisement. They're two different things. So pretty much, they're doing both. They're your uh, hired or um, your CMO. They're your outsource CMO. Uh, yeah, that, we wanna. That's we wanna be careful of using that phrase though. Okay, there I'm sorry. Is, it's okay. There's another agency out there that's trademarked. 
your Azure Outsource CMO. The thing that we like to say is um, we are an omnichannel marketing agency that has zero fees on unlimited potential. So it's we're kind of we're kind of taking the hat off of traditional marketing agencies okay. by providing a flat rate fee, no contracts, and a dedicated six to one client to staff ratio. Uh, oh, yeah, client to staff ratio. And so we we are acting as an outsource CMO because our team will be working with your company to grow your brand, whether it may be under one platform or the other. But the goal at the end of the day is to save costs by outsourcing uh, professionals. Um, you don't have to pay salary. You know, it's a lot cheaper to pay for our services. Exactly. Um, and you get real results. So that's what we do. Well, I'm excited. I am excited. I can't wait and, uh, until we get this uh, Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn live. Um, and I just thank you for allowing the Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation to tell your story and to use your story to help other people. And so with this, you guys, I just want to say this is the apartment lady, LaShondra Grays, and you're listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing. We're here live with Casey Roder, the C. Are you the CEO? Because I know you're the founder. Mm -hmm. What is I'm your the, title? Yep, so I'm the founder and the chief executive officer, CEO. Mm -hmm. Yes, so he is the founder, chief executive officer of Sky Lab Media. And you can find Sky Lab Media where, Casey? At SkyLabMediaLLC.com. All social handles are SkyLabMediaLLC. All social handles. So you guys hear this? You know I have to reiterate this. All social, um, all, all of the social media uh, handles is Sky, SkyLabMediaLLC.com. SkyLabMediaLLC.com. And the website, www skylabmediallc.com so this is your favorite host you guys LaShondra Graves and we're out I'll talk to you next week bye guys Hey everybody, I have to come to you at the end of this segment because I want to remind everyone that the eviction moratorium has ended. The federal eviction moratorium ended July 31st, 2021. However, you have about 30 days. You need to get into Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation eviction prevention program Go to www.theapartmentlady.org, www.theapartmentlady.org. Don't let your children get evicted right before school. You guys know school is getting ready to go back into session all over the United States. Okay, the federal eviction moratorium ended today. Go to www.theapartmentlady.org, become a member, go to www.theapartmentlady.org. This is your host, LaShondra Graves, The Apartment Lady.